and welcome to the Peasant Times Dispatch. I am Scoot, and this is the Peasant Podcast. Today I've got something a little different for you. As usual, I'm going to read an article from my WordPress blog, but then afterwards we're going to talk a little bit about it. And that's just part of the effort to practice my public speaking and thinking off the cuff. Before we get into it, I wanted to let you know that I'm going to be doing a subscription drive in the month of September, which I'm calling September. I have some special posts planned uh, during the month, and some messages are intended for you. Yes, you listening to this podcast. I may or may not also have a special treat for those of you who come by my substack through the whole month, but you'll have to wait and see what I have in mind. So, without further ado, this is the 336th article on my WordPress blog, titled Mastery, Mortification, and Motivation. Self-Motivation Self-motivation says, push yourself, and it means that you can do more than you think you can. Typically, you have to push yourself into and through discomfort that helps you grow. A runner must push himself to run the last mile. An entrepreneur must push himself to make those investment pitches. An introvert must push himself to socialize. An extrovert must push himself to introspect. These are examples of telling ourselves, it hurts now, but there's something better coming. Don't listen to your mind, body, or instinct. It's going to be okay. Self-mortification. Self-mortification says deny yourself and means you are more comfortable than you ought to be. Typically, you have to deny yourself creature comforts that stop you from growing. An overweight person must deny himself food or certain kinds of food to achieve a healthy weight. An entrepreneur must deny himself money by investing it into his business. A lazy person must deny himself sleep so he can get things done in the day. These are examples of telling ourselves, it's going to hurt, but only because it's different. They're going to be better off on the other side. Don't listen to your mind, body, or instinct. You don't need this. Self-mastery. Self-mastery says, perfect yourself, and means you make your mind, body, or instinct listen to you and not each other. Typically, self-mastery involves perfecting skills that help us grow. A runner learns to run faster or run farther. An entrepreneur learns what parts of the pitch get a positive response. A lazy person learns to wake up at the same time every day and is more productive. An introvert learns not to overthink and enjoy the company of others. An extrovert learns to find peace in silence and solitude. These are examples of telling ourselves, these skills are worthwhile efforts. I want to be better at these skills because they help me to be better. My mind, body, or instinct listen to me better for having these skills. I am a better version of myself. Synthesis. Self-motivation is a skill that is trained in the pursuit of self-mastery. Pushing through discomfort is a worthwhile effort because there is something better coming. We can tell ourselves it's going to be okay because we are adding something that makes us better. Self-mortification is a skill that is trained in the pursuit of self-mastery. Denying ourselves comfort is a worthwhile effort because it hurts us and teaches us that the hurt isn't so bad. We don't need those comforts because removing them makes us better. None of these efforts should be undertaken without commending the effort and our lives into the loving arms of God. It is possible to do these things too, too much, but for some of us it doesn't help to begin a journey by wondering how far is too far. It is better just to start. If you bring God with you, he will guide you. Thank you for listening to this article on mastery, mortification, and motivation. 
So the question I wanted to start this off with is why did I write this article? I was thinking about a few things, namely humility. Humility is the key to a lot of things. Um, it's got, there are some ideas associated with it, like forget yourself or distrust your inclinations. These can be linked to ideas like asceticism, um, but asceticism is really about self-denial and simplification. And these ideas could also be linked to ideas like um, humility, as I said up top. But there's a difference between these things. Not all humility is ascetical and not all asceticism is humble. So there's this balance that we have to strike and that's what I was trying to get at. That's what I was trying to think about and um, think about honestly how to push myself uh, more into a state of uh, humility, how to grow in the virtue of humility. One of the models for humility that I like to think of is Saint Joseph. Saint Joseph is humble not just because he's got skills, he was a carpenter, which is a humble vocation. He was the stepfather of Christ, which is a humble vocation, certainly not the foremost father, but his adoptive father while he was on earth. But one of the interesting things to me about St. Joseph is that he does his job and then he disappears. He disappears from the gospel. He's not heard of. They don't even mention when he passed away. That's because he had a purpose, he accomplishes that purpose, and then he leaves. He doesn't need any particular uh, uh, notation or praise or commentary, because it's not about him. He's focusing his entire life towards Christ, and his, when his role is done, he disappears from the Gospels. So I found that really interesting. Like, humility in the model of St. Joseph is about disappearing into something. When you sing in a choir, you don't want to stand out. You don't want to be heard. You don't want people in the audience to be able to point out, hey, that guy over there is um, singing a certain way. You want to disappear into the choir. Um, likewise with any coherent group activity. You don't want to stand out. You want the group to succeed. And for the group to succeed, you need to become more fully part of that group. So self-motivation can help us do that because a lot of times disappearing into something in the, in the model of St. Joseph um, is not easy. It takes a lot of work. I mean, just look at the choir example. Um, it takes training and practice to learn how to sing in key, sing in time, um, sing at the right volume so that you don't stand out, so that you add to the harmony of the choir as a whole. Self-motivation is a way of pushing yourself um, through that, pushing yourself to grow that skill, pushing yourself um, through discomfort for learning something new. I'll tell you uh, an anecdote. Um, my fiance um, practices martial arts and I have not practiced martial arts. That is something that's somewhat foreign to me. Um, but because it's something that is important to her, I was interested in learning something. So I found a, or rather she found a uh, place that I could learn jujitsu and 
I started going to it. And that was a scary thing for me. That was something that I was not very uh, comfortable with. Um, I'm an introvert by nature. So I went and had to interact with people, had to socialize, and also had to learn, had to get tossed around, get grappled and, and choked and you know thrown around, all the things that happen and are normal for learning jujitsu. I needed a level of motivation to be able to push myself to do that. That couldn't come from just wanting to please my fiance. It couldn't come from just, you know, some, any other extrinsic factor. It had to come from within. So this works for, for anything like that. Self-mortification is different from self-motivation. As I noted, self-motivation is about pushing yourself, but self-mortification is about denying yourself. There's some creature of comfort that you like that you would be better off with if you got rid of, but because you like that creature comfort, you're attached to it. So denying yourself is a, it's an active process of pruning your life of um, things that you don't need. And this is closer to what asceticism is about. Um, asceticism is about taking things away from your life and offering them to God, uh, making, a, making a prayer out of it, making a, a spiritual offering. So that as you live your life, your your acts of self-denial um, remind you at every moment of the day that really it focuses your attention on God in that way. But it's important in smaller ways too. Um, like I note about the the lazy person, um, there must he must deny himself sleep so that he can get things done in the day. Honestly, this is uh, uh, inspired by personal experience as well. I have really struggled recently with sleep and figuring out how to wake up at the same time every day. Um, not necessarily because I'm lazy, you might be able to say that I'm lazy, but I like I don't like to think I am lazy. Um, it's just something that I've been struggling with. And it takes a level of self-mortification to be able to, to you know, wake up in the morning, to feel tired, to see my you know bed still warm. Um, and, and easy for me to get back into it and say, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to deny myself and I'm going to deny myself for a purpose. Um, and I think that's, that's a, a very difficult thing to wrap your head around, especially, you know, with something like sleep where it takes a while for your head to, uh, to clear of the sleepiness and to begin to think clearly. Um, that's an example of self-mortification. That's a, that's a, a way that you can practice it. And again, as with any skill, there's a certain amount of self-mortification that comes into play. In the previous example where I was going to jujitsu, uh, uh, what I'm denying myself was the comfort of my introversion. Um, it was it was an act of self-mortification to even show up to the, the classes to try to learn. Um, because it was something that was extremely uncomfortable for me, but I pushed through it. I ended up enjoying it. That ended up being, um, you know, one of my favorite parts of the week. So once you, the mo you need the motivation to push through, and the mortification to give meaning to the suffering. Self motiv self motivation and self mortification both add together to self mastery. If you have a uh, found an internal font of motivation 
and you have familiarized yourself with self-mortification and made a habit of denying yourself in little ways and in big ways, then perhaps you could be said to have self-mastery. Because you're willing to say to your mind, your body, and your instinct that it needs to do, they need to do certain things and you're able to motivate them to do them or mortify them from doing them. Now, I note mind, body, and instinct for a specific purpose. Um, the mind is something like our thoughts. It's, it's what we think about experiences. Our body is how we physically feel after you run. You're, you're physically tired, right? When you're physically tired, it can be hard to motivate yourself. It can be hard to take on additional suffering and mortification. But if you're master of those things, then you can do it even if you are physically tired. An instinct, the instinct that says, I need sleep, I need food, I need, you know, whatever. Um, I need to not run right now. Self-mastery overpowers the instinct and, and directs all of those efforts for a purpose. And that's the, the, the thesis of all of this, is you're, doing, you're, you're undertaking these efforts for a purpose. Self-motivation can be good in its own right. Self-mortification can be good in its own right. Self-mastery can be good in its own right. But without directing those efforts towards God, it becomes about you and not about what you're trying to do. What you're, what you're doing, what self-mastery is for, is to make yourself useful to God. You're offering your gifts to him so that he can use you in a good way. By working out, by waking up, by learning jujitsu, any of those things, um, you might be able to meet a new person who needs to hear the good news of Christ. You could be able to speak to an experience that someone has had. You know, maybe someone had a terrible time at jiu-jitsu and you can say, you know what, I know, I know what jiu-jitsu is like. You don't know how God will use your talents, but you have an obligation as a Christian to be able to, to sharpen your talents, to improve them, to make them more readily available to God to use. So that's why at the end, I talk about commending this effort to the loving arms of God. Because without God helping you along the way, it is impossible for you to do anything. And without God as your purpose, you're not going to be able to do anything meaningful. And that's really the important thing, is that every, every effort of self-improvement begins and ends with prayer. Nothing that we do in our day, nothing we want to do for ourselves, nothing can be done without bringing our work to God and asking for his help. We might be able to get something done ourselves, but we can get it done better with him on our side. So these are things that I was thinking about. I hope this reflection has helped you as much as contemplating it and writing it out has helped me. Thank you all for listening. I appreciate any comments, criticisms, critiques, and feedback. I am grateful for all of you for sticking with me on this journey. 
and I look forward to coming back next month for September with more to share with you. God bless you all. Until next time, this has been Scoot with the Peasant Podcast.